Welcome to episode 84 of 2P Starts Live. Uh, this week's going to be a little bit different. No Tim. It's sad. But John Watts is here today. Hi, everybody. He, he's a, a good close friend of mine, and obviously you guys have only heard very little about him via us going to Transformers 2. It was a special moment. It was good. <laughs> it was. I felt, I felt warm inside. I, I sat with you while my wife sat somewhere else, like <laughs> up in the nosebleed section when we got the primo seats. Because really, I mean, truly, it's like, I mean, let's face it, really, what what's the reason she's there? I mean, does she really want to see Transformers 2? No, she wanted to be with me. Oh, did you? <laughs> no, but uh, she's like, John, go nerd out with Ray. It'll be great. <laughs> and it was. Because really, I mean, you you would not have had as much fun with Angela than, than you would have with me, right? No, because at the end of the movie, I turned to her. She's like, oh my gosh, John, that was so bad. And I'm like, what? I was having a great time. Ray and I were laughing and just like, oh, this is so exciting. You yeah, know? And, and I was I was surprised myself, to be honest. I actually had a lot of fun at Transformers 2. I'm not saying it was a good movie. I'm just saying I had a lot of fun. <laughs> so really going into Transformers 2 with no expectations was like, hey, this is, you know, it's not too bad. It's like men who work in the sanitation department get numb to the smell of... <laughs> It's garbage, but they don't smell it anymore. They're just used to it. Yes, exactly. All right. Anyway, but, uh, we're not here to talk about Transformers. Yeah. Tim and Sarah had their babies, so it's like, where's Tim? Well, it's going to take like four days for them to recover. So yeah, Tim congratulations, like, Tim. Yes, congratulations, Tim. And actually, we have a special message from Tim uh, that we'd like to share with you guys right now. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to drop in, say a quick thank you so much for all your kind words, all the comments. Wishing Sarah well, wishing the baby well. I'm happy to report they're both doing great. Uh, our little daughter, Lily, she does have a name now, uh, she's doing wonderful, and we're just enjoying this this time. So, Ray, uh, here's a little picture that you can post in the podcast. Everyone can comment on just how cute she really is. And I'll be back soon, so thanks again, everybody. I really appreciate it. Have, have you met Sarah? Have you talked to Sarah? I have, yeah, I've met her before. Yeah. Okay, so she's just not some phantom that he's created and now using <laughs> as an excuse. And I swear, he goes home every night to his wife, and he's like, "Yeah, Ray's still really upset that I hate up, but really, I don't. I love the movie, you know." He's uh, just messing. Like, oh, Ray thought we just had our baby, but really, off of, I, oh, I just, I just found some random photo off a of Flickr of a baby. Yeah, and I oh, said okay. it was mine. Yeah. Okay, so she does exist. Oh, that's she good. does exist. Yeah. What surprised me is how little she likes video games. It's like she really could care less about what's going on on the screen. Like, there's just oh, no... It's like it's like yeah. the girls who don't understand sports. Like, they just run back and forth all day. Like, I don't get uh-huh. it. It's like, yeah, you guys are missing it, obviously. Like, and is she similar to my wife? Level of distaste for video games? But, I mean, the fact that your wife could play Gears of War 2 successfully was shocking <laughs> to me. I mean, it's like... Like, that's pretty impressive, I gotta say. Props. Seriously. I know. Yeah. My wife's hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's get on with the show. Uh... This week, we had the death of 2P Star comic. Really, like, this is this truly is the death of 2P Star is what's going to happen. 
Like, like, yeah, the like, beginning if, of the end. Seriously, what if last week was the last week Tim was even on a podcast? You know, what if this is it? What if? I well, to you know, I had the same experience, or uh, I don't know if Tim's going through this, of when your child is born. Uh, I have a two-year-old son. You like, oh, I gotta grow up. I gotta get a job. I gotta, you know, yes. get serious with my life. You know, I can't do, be doing web comics anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I know, I know. When uh, when Logan was born, I, you know, I sold my Xbox. I sold uh, all my games. I, I got rid of all that. I'm like, I'm gonna grow up. I'm gonna be serious, you know. But I've back ridden, and now I've got Xbox 360. And, and really, yeah. because of me, right? In a way, yeah. I, you're because when you, you are when the... you met me, I, I was really egging you on about games and stuff. And eventually, you're like, yeah, I want to buy a 360. I want to get back into this, you know. Yeah, and... I mean, I was in it, and you know, uh, I enjoyed good games so, and stuff. But, but uh... Here's the problem I have with all this: is like, did you do the right thing or the wrong thing? Like, maybe you did the right thing by like selling everything and growing up, and then Ray comes back and like brings sin into your life or something, you know? <laughs> like, like it's kind of like, oh man, I need to get rid of the drugs. I need to be a father. Get rid of the drugs, and then like someone else is like. Dude, it's okay. You can smoke every once in a while, you know? Like, oh, all right, sure, cool. Thanks. It's like, oh, no, that's not the right thing to do. You're right? my dealer, Ray, if <laughs> that happens. Right. It's like, which one is the right thing to do? Like, I don't know. Like, well, yeah. like, we'll just be responsible as best as we can, I guess. No, I mean, I feel like at that time it was the right thing to do. But now at my age, I'm going through a quarter-life crisis, you know? <laughs> and so I... I need these things back in my life, and Ange could see how kind of unhappy or unfulfilled I was. Because I mean, I like puzzle video games, you know, something yeah. that really stimulates the brain. Um, yes. And in social games, you know, going out and playing uh, Smash Brothers with you and the guys. Yeah. See, you you're one of those people who like gaming for the right reasons. You're not on World of Warcraft every night, starting your fifth character. You know, like <laughs> this is what I worry about. Because with Tim having a baby now, and you've already been in this business for a couple of years, the business of having kids. Uh, <laughs> it's which is time. very profitable, might I add. When I get married and have a kid, am I gonna do that? Like, will I be like, you know what? I need to stop playing Smash Brothers Brawl finally. You know, I, or or is it important that I find a wife who's supportive of gaming in some way? Right? Yeah. I mean, like, like, cause <laughs> it's it's like. Really, I've mentioned this before, but when I meet new girls, it's like, I can't step them into my world right away. If I'm like, hey, mm -hmm. yeah, I do a video game webcomic and weekly podcast, a cardboard cutout of a life-size Sonic in my room, you know? <laughs> it's like, I have Space Invaders bed sheets. It's just a little creepy when you hear it all in the front. But when you get to know me, it's like, okay, Ray has very legitimate feelings about games, and he's not just this, like, stoner kid who plays, yeah. you know... It all makes sense. It all, yeah, it makes more sense. It's like... Really, how much of that do I need to ditch? I mean, clearly the Sonic stuff has to go. But yeah, those <laughs> That's are all had to questions go for years. <laughs> Just any single guy, yeah, with any taste at all. <laughs> you and I came up with an idea for the comic this week, which never got used. Oh yeah, and my wife too. Yeah, and Angela as well was helping. And I was, I talked with Tim about the idea, and he's like. That sounds good, but it sounds like a lot of work for the little time that you have. He's like, how about this instead? And then he basically described a 20-panel comic. I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> you just made it 20 times worse, really? Like, come on, well, seriously. Um, you know, if, if he's really into this, you know, you guys have worked around a lot, you yes. know, on some of these podcasts and the comics and... Um, just me hanging around you and all this stuff that goes on behind the scenes that no one sees and all the planning right. that goes into it. Um, that, you know, a baby is a lot. 
it, it is a you know a new chapter in his life, and uh, a lot of things are going to drop. I feel like this is uh, something that he's put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in, um, you know, as, as well as making a baby. That uh, it, <laughs> it's not going to fall along the wayside. Here, yeah, I, you know what? I think you're right, and here's why. I'll, I'll give you an analogy. Uh, like during Christmas time, when we're on like back home vacation, all that stuff, it's actually harder for us to do the podcast and the comics. Because we're busy having so much fun, right? Yeah. But when we have a normal work week where we're really tired and we're exhausted, it's like we really want to do the comic and podcast to get away from reality, essentially. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I think at first it might be a little slow, but eventually the normal weekly routine of I have to change his diaper all the freaking time comes in. He's going to be like, I want to get away. I want to do a podcast. And he'll actually be driven towards uh, 2P Start a little more. Yeah. So... Have have no fear. I'm stating it here that uh, Toopy Start will well, continue. It, it, let's let's face it. At one point, it will no longer exist. Okay. Oh, at yeah. some point, it'll not continue. And really, should we go out on a bang or like uh, like okay, this comic sucks now. It's over. I almost feel like I'm tempted to just end it on a really good note that yeah. will always be cherished for what it is, and not like oh, they are good for the first two years, but then the eight years after, we're just terrible. You know. Well, and, no. And, it's going to be kind of like when I come over and play Smash Brothers and someone's got to go, you know, someone's got to leave and you're like, well, hey, how about three more, you know, or how about right. two more? You don't just let someone just drop off, you know. And, yeah, and, that's true. Yeah, there's a countdown. Know, I never yeah, let they, people, yeah. <laughs> people are like, <laughs> they're like, Bye, see you no, guys later. Like, and, hey, yeah. I have to leave. Like, no, seriously, I need to go. Like, no, not allowed. When you play <laughs> Smash Bros. at my place, you have to give me at least a one game warning. That's not there's allowed. A, uh, a waiver you have to sign before you even start playing <laughs> Smash Brothers. People have been late to their weddings for playing Smash Bros. in my place. Yeah, yeah. So I feel uh, like it's going to be the same way. You know, there's going to be when you guys do decide to either pass it on, shut it down, uh, that you will eventually just say, hey, we got three more. Here's the final countdown. Yeah, I, I, you know what? That's a good idea. I like that. So how about this? Next week, last one. How about that? <laughs> Well, for every great comic comes great comments, and this week's suggestion box was no different. Well, what do you have for your suggestion box? Uh, I chose Ultimate DK. Uh, He wrote, I think this comic was especially noteworthy, only because the first thing I see is a giant picture of Tim, the usual emotionally unavailable one, uh, filled with tears of joy. I think this comic broke some kind of rift or fabric between 2P Star and reality. The mere thought of him like getting excited or crying is like not like him at all. But it, uh, this is great because he's not on the show, so I can say whatever I want. Uh, he, <laughs> at one point, he made a change to the site, and it literally like destroyed all the comments that ever existed apparently hmm. and he he said ray i literally cried I, <laughs> like, I i cried so hard and he was able to get it back magically i don't remember the rest of that story i kind of tuned out when i found out he cried we do have a connection like a deep connection to the site we just yeah. don't really fully realize it until no. something major happens like last week when we almost did do a podcast and i was like and uh, on a side note i just want to apologize to everyone uh, all the listeners out there uh, my wife and i went to go see a movie two weeks ago and ray got stuck watching my son and that's why there was no <laughs> podcast a couple of weeks <laughs> back <laughs> It all comes back full circle now. This so is great. Maybe yeah. I was maybe I was like in with some people. Oh, this John guy's pretty funny. What? He's responsible <laughs> for 
There's no podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're like, hey, hey, Ray, can you watch our kid? And, and I have your kid. And I'm also watching the neighbor's two kids as well, right? And it was yeah. the neighbor's oh, two yeah. kids that were crying and being a problem and made me not have, be able to do a podcast that yeah. night. My oh, son's a funny. gem, but those two kids, hoo-wee, they're gorgeous, but man, they can cry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the, the reason I to- uh, chose Ultimate DKs is uh. I agree with uh, the the Tears of Joy. Really did uh, link me more with Tim because I don't know Tim personally, um, and all I you know from what I hear of him and what you tell me, you know, I mean he seems pretty funny and he's very wise, you know, very insightful. Uh, but I didn't get that emotional connection until this, um, and it really struck a chord with me of when my son was born. And, you know, I was crying like crazy and just, you know, calling everyone and say he's a healthy boy. Um, so I really related to this one. And to, to get to see Tim, you know, at this, uh, you know, it it was a, almost a vulnerable moment, you know, really for Interesting. him. Yeah, I was more worried that people would read the comic like, oh, that's it? Oh, meh, lame. I, I, I didn't realize that there, were, there would be people who would emotionally connect like that, I guess. Yeah. I, I was more focused on, like, the joke. And, yeah. And, and really, it's like, like the joke of, yeah, but it's not a comic, Tim. Like, the fact that this really <laughs> isn't much of a comic almost makes it... Like, it makes it funnier in that aspect. Like, mm-hmm. we're getting the joke across that it's not really a comic, and it gets... <laughs> but it it's, is, it's like at the when... same time, it's like a Pandora's box, and therefore it makes the comic hilarious. Yeah, I can't, I can't wrap my head around that. But, um, all right, well, my comment of the week goes to Zoltan, who said, You don't like Up, Tim? You punt baby puppies in your spare time? God. I don't know, I kind of find it sad that despite the Transformers films getting a lot of negative buzz and having pointless scenes only put in for stabs at humor, like the one Ray was talking about, instead of things that actually revolve around, oh, I don't know, the actual robots as real characters, it still ends up being one of the biggest grossing films of the year, while other more deserving films, like Watchmen, which tries to be intelligent, don't do so well. Michael Bay is then allowed to make another billion dollar summer flick that insults the audience's intelligence and we all end up with lower quality entertainment. Thank you, America. I like this guy. <laughs> so I was checking the uh, uh, stats of their income, of what they brought in so far yeah, domestically. I was about that. Yeah, uh, it was at 120 million as of okay. Friday, and they expect it with the weekend to go up to 190 million, um, making it uh, the second all-time grossing now, movie now, in the hold, first hold five on a days. Now. It came out on a Tuesday night at midnight. Correct. And that 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 midnight opener made sixteen million dollars right there. The third and that top. counts towards the whole weekend. Affirmative, Ray. How does that make any sense? <laughs> You're literally coming up Monday night, and you know from Monday night till Sunday night, it's like, oh, that's the weekend yeah. sales. Well, the, the, again, it's uh, it's ridiculous. They get away with it. It's at twelve oh one, so technically it is Wednesday, the day that's that not it the opens. Weekend. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what, like. I can understand maybe showing it at like 7 p.m. on a Thursday night, maybe. Yeah. But like, really, Wednesday at 12:01 a.m. I yeah. don't, I don't follow that. It's not as bad as Transformers One, where it opened on July 4th, which was a Tuesday, but they had uh, 10 o'clock showings on Monday, July the third, for right. Transformers One. So they literally had Monday through Sunday. Okay, if you go from Monday through Sunday, <laughs> what's the weekend? Like, I'm sorry, what's the weekday? Where, in, where does a weekday fit anywhere in there, in, then? In movie terms, the weekend is five days long. Yeah, movie magic, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. They extend it. 
Well, there are some people who take for freaking ever to comment when they I'm really sorry, should have been there from the start. Yes, you are to blame. It's time for a segment we like to call Rise from Your Grave. Rise from Your Grave. Many 2P Start fans tend to lurk behind the shadows, hiding their faces by reading our comics, but never leaving a single comment. How dare they? Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna track them down. Uh, so when one finds the courage to break free from the shackles of silence, we salute you. So uh, the Green Fire writes, I think now is a perfect time to rise from my grave. Rise from your grave. I've been, thanks, Ray. I've been a big fan of the site <laughs> for almost two years and have neglected to post any comments. I can't wait to see pics of the new addition to 2P Start's family, perhaps in 2P Start art style. Our next Grave Riser goes to uh, Dacious, who said, Hey, I'm Grave Rising. I've been a fan of the site for a few months and more recently listened to all the podcasts. That is up until episode 78 when you said I didn't have to. Yeah, really. I, I, I <laughs> it, okay. Hold on. So, okay, so, so what, what you're did you say? Me is like, like, oh, I'm forced to listen to these until Ray said you don't have to. Oh, I don't. Oh, thank goodness, I can get out of here now. <laughs> Come on. And he probably had one left too to complete the collection. <laughs> yeah, at that point, yeah, yeah. And then DGR writes actually a whole book on the rising from the grave. I found this web comic a few weeks ago and enjoyed almost every single one. Uh, I have also listened to a few episodes of the podcast. They are too long to hear in a single inning. Uh, so because of the occasion, I am rising from my grave. Rise from your grave. Okay, there, thank you. I also think that Tim is lucky to live by a hospital with Dr. Mario in it. Anyway, because the baby is a girl, you will have to expose her to video games extra early for her to enjoy them as much as you do. Anyway, happy birthday to insert baby's name here. Really, how soon... I mean, the, yeah. If I had kids, how soon do I introduce them to video games? And, and Well, and that depends when, on who the mom is, obviously. Yes, that's another good reason to find someone who likes games. Yeah, like, my wife if, won't let my son near him. <laughs> I, can, I can only play, uh, like, seen it, you know, box office smash but with then my you son. Let, I can't. But then you let him watch the uh, five Saw movies, right? I mean, that's a, oh, that's those a are his favorite. That was his first oh, yeah. works. <laughs> Daddy <laughs> Saw. Really, Daddy he really, Saw. He really enjoys the plot twist the most, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just have a feeling my kids are going to play games, and I'm going to be like, those aren't games, you guys. Like, you don't understand what good games are. Like, you know, there's no more health bars or lives. Like, you need to get back to the the, the old age of gaming. Like, like yeah. they will love video games, but it'll be all the wrong kinds. You know, was... it'll be like Pet Society on Facebook or something. And <laughs> I was thinking of uh, start them off with the original Nintendo, provide them yeah. with some games, yeah, give them that for a couple years, exactly. and then yeah. oh, here's the Super Nintendo, and then a couple years, N64, a couple years, here, here's GameCube, and then work his way up, so when he's, you know, uh, old enough to buy his own system, he can go out there and buy the awesomest thing, you know, and really, isn't 3D that the dream? goggles and I mean, everything. Like, when we were kids, we'd think, oh man, imagine if these things were in 3D or something, you oh, know? Yeah. It was like, next week you give it to him. <laughs> like, <laughs> he can just go through all the advancements and just blow his mind, basically. Yeah. I I like that. I like that. And finally, our last Grave Riser goes to Johnny Nico, who says, Tim, congratulations. Ray, great job managing all this while you still have a huge workload. 
And at the risk of being redundant, is that Dr. Mario? OMG! Also, I wanted to say, Ray, that I really do enjoy your comics, and hearing that your laugh on the podcast and in person are the same, keep up the high caliber stuff. One more thing, I am rising from my grave. Who could that be? I, wow. I, when I read the comment, I'm like, is I that, laugh it, the same on the podcast and in person? Like, that's a little creepy. How's he, like, oh, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, with the picture on there, I thought it was you at first, leaving the comment. <laughs> Which is, again, is creepy to see that somebody has my picture as their <laughs> as their user icon. It's just a, it's a little frightening. Well, really. when I was creating my account, I created it real quick to uh, try and rise from my grave and also be a first commenter. But I missed it by a couple of minutes. I'm like, well, I'll just wait, you know, for a while. Two months later. Yeah, you I'm finally still, commented. I was you like, are the true grave riser. <laughs> Listen, people, I know there are those of you out here that have probably been with us since the very beginning. And you're just like, ah, I don't need to comment. Come out of here. Talk to us. Let us know what you think. And, you know, show some love. Seriously. All right. Let's shake it up with a little bit of Ricket Ricket Remix. Remix. The segment I dished out a video game remix favorite of mine, who it's by, and where you can grab it. This week it's a remix from Kirby Superstar. It's called Floating Islands of Grand Beach, Manitoba, and is done by Double Aaron. Take a listen to a quick sample. your music collection i've got a link up right now back on the page you grab this episode of to be start live from not to mention the link is right there for those of you listening to the m4a version of the show well i think it's that time i agree things are dark not looking good i'm holding on to you our grip is sweaty and not really holding very well it's time for the dreaded Rise. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Rise time for the your Doom Award. Black Doom Award. Do an evil laugh. Each <laughs> <laughs> you gotta quit smoking, Black Doom. Each week, Tim and I both mention a terrible choice made related to video games in honor of the worst character Sonic Team has ever created. Skids and Mudflap. I mean, Black Black Doom. My Black Doom Award is going to go to EA for. The Mass Effect Gal- Mass Effect Galaxy game for the iPhone. Alright. Upon completion of the game, it says, Your reward for completing the game is already waiting for you in Mass Effect 2. Yeah? I have a big problem with games that reward you, but not until, like, a totally different game. Like, if you're gonna reward- Like, I like things to be self-contained. It's- And really, do they actually have it- ready? I mean, do they actually know what they're going to do? Or are they just like, oh, we'll figure out something later? Well, you know? here's like, the thing. Like, I, I actually like that. I, I read a lot of books and uh, a lot of series. And you read the first one as great adventure, but they leave uh, some for the second one. 
You know, they they leave some uh, of the meat there so that you you're craving more and you want to. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is if they have a plan ahead, then maybe it's okay. Maybe. Like Lost. I, yes, I, but see that's the thing with Lost, you're continuing a story, so all you can do is hope that they have the story ironed out and mm -hmm. you get to see where it goes from there. Yeah. It's different if it's like you just beat the story. Oh, you'll unlock something cool in the next game, by the way. Yeah. Like, that's not continuous story. That's just like, oh, you'll get your prize later. Well, really? if you beat the game and the credits roll, I mean, what kind of prizes are you hoping for outside of, you know, that your reward is you beat the game, here's the credits, congratulations. I, I guess so. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's a little unwarranted Maybe. here. No, but I agree with you. You're like, oh, man, I really wish I could have had that right now because I really enjoyed this experience. I want to extend it. Now I have to wait for game two to really fulfill that experience. Yes. And and also, maybe I should throw this out there as well. The Game Bone Pro, have you heard of this? It doesn't sound good right it's off the bat. <laughs> what Game Bone Pro. Pro. Not Game Boy. Which means it's, it's me is there yeah. like is there actually a Game Bone? Like Original Game Bone I Pro. Is there really like is there anything before it, honestly? Uh, anyway, listen. Yeah, it's okay, this is a peripheral for your iPhone. It's a Bluetooth controller. L let me show you a picture here. It's literally the shape of a bone, and it has buttons on it. A, B, C, D. Oh my gosh, watch out. <sighs> Can we really cut the crap on the peripherals for the iPhone, honestly? For yeah. playing games, like, the thing is meant to be played with a touch screen. So, like, like now, are people it, really gonna carry this around in their pockets? Oh, I that, think I'll yeah, play a game. Point. It's well, like, let me pull listen, out my Game Bone Pro in order to play this game. You shouldn't be putting oh. games on it that require you to use like a Game Bone. First of all, game seriously, Game Bone. So, I'm just waiting for all the comments to just come out with all these uh, puns on this. See, you look uh, forward to that. I fear it personally. <laughs> I dread the moment when I, the first comments come in. If you are dying to play video games with a controller. You don't do it on your iPhone. I mean, that's just a given. Like the the idea that people are gonna go out of their way to buy a game, a freaking game, freaking game bone pro, seriously, and then use that to play the games with is like, come on, really? Yeah. Uh, my Black Doom Award goes to Eternal Sonata for mm. the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. So enemy encounters, it's not random. There's uh, an actual enemy on the screen, and you have to run into him to initiate a battle. Correct. Yes. Well, they would narrow the path and create the enemies so big that the only way to advance the story is to go through these enemies and you have to encounter them. You know, right. So why create this whole world of encountering enemies uh, non-random that you actually choose to it, but then yet create these bottleneck <laughs> these places? Situations where you're forced to Where you're forced to fight it. It's non-optional on some of these you know, areas. <laughs> And, you know, I could see as, oh, hey, they're just making sure you're getting enough experience to advance the game. You know, yeah, that's, you that's, that's your responsibility. Him. But it's like, are you serious? I get to, I don't want to fight this guy, you know? I just want to get around him. But they just put him in a bottleneck place, create the enemy barriers incredibly big, that there's a non-option to fight this guy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. Uh, the achievements for this, uh, there's only a couple, and they're all hidden. And the majority of them, you can only get on your first playthrough. Oh, come on. What? No. No. They're, they're all secret. And... <laughs> so you can't even see what it says. No. And they're... <laughs> what? So that was just bogus right there. There was one character uh, who had a death scene. And the death scene went on. I uh, timed it. 
it was five minutes and 37 seconds long. Of him the, dying. Of his, yeah, he, okay, so he had been stabbed. <laughs> the guy who stabbed okay. him left, and then it goes on for him five minutes dialoguing with himself about his life and love <laughs> and all this kind of stuff for five minutes and 37 seconds. So the majority... What, what, I, what, what I hope they did, which I'm sure they didn't, because I, I always love it when they do things like this, though, is when it's like, and that's all... Ugh. But wait... And also... <laughs> no. And they do, like, they have, like, five different, like, like... Uh, <laughs> and Susan, don't forget... When you equip new weapons, we're at the point now where you should just... We, especially with the Xbox 360, you should give these guys new uh, weapon uh, shown. You know, I mean, even uh, Final Fantasy VII back on the PlayStation 1, you'd equip a new weapon and there'd be a new weapon in his hands when you go fight battles. Okay, gotcha. You know, I, and they had some of the weapons were sounding really cool. Like, one was No Name. The guy who created this weapon uh, died before naming it, you know? I'm oh, like, wow. oh, I want to see this weapon. This sounds awesome. But it's the same one he had since, you know, he picked up the sword to fight bad guys in his farm. You know? <laughs> Dude. Uh, <sighs> like, really, Skies of Arcadia had great weapons. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. And, and, like, every time you upgraded your weapon, it looked cooler. Like, it always looked different and looked cooler. And there were a ton of them, too. And then I play a game like Fantasy Star Online, where, like, all the weapons are relatively the same. They just have a different color. And then a different <laughs> name with a different color. And, and it's like, really? You guys can't come up with, like, cooler weapons? And, like, all the cool-looking weapons were insanely rare. Or if you buy them online from some guy. Yeah, or, like, they would have an ability that's really friggin' awesome. And you'd see the hackers all using them. It's like, I want that gun. It's, it's super sweet. Like, oh, no, you have a 0.01% chance of picking it up if you kill a rare enemy or something dumb. It's like, jeez, people, uh, really? And last, I, I've got a whole bunch, but I'll just pick this one. They had sure. uh, uh, twin uh, characters uh, that join your team that you can skids and, uh, skids and mudflats. Yeah, that's the thing. They are they are twins and they are little girls and <laughs> and they have the exact same weapons and exact same set abilities. Out of a nine character roster, you know, I'm looking for a little bit more creativity. Uh, in my so, oh, so they don't fight together. They don't work with each other. No, you there's, can. There's you two can separate have, people. Yeah, you have a party of three, and you can you know rotate <laughs> which characters you want in that three, and they are both available for that. Do they wear different colored clothing? Uh, yeah, one's a lighter color, one's a darker color. One has red <sighs> hair, one has blue hair. Okay, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't. But count, they're really yeah. whiny little girls, and you're just like, oh come on. Well, what else are girls? Ray. What I love my oh, wife. Well, I Right, so I need to find a girlfriend. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's like why that. you're single. Oh. That's why. Oh, it's, <laughs> I had has nothing has nothing to do with the mural of Smash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, we'd like to wrap up the show with musical misfits. Some great video game songs have been lost in the shuffle over time, and we play one in full after the show's over for those who are still interested. Our listeners get to trade off every other week with my suggestions, so this week's song was submitted by Ultimate DK. It's the desert song Camel Jazz from the old video game rendition of Disney's Aladdin. So that will do it for this edition of 2P Start Live. Join us every Wednesday for a brand new comic and every Monday for a brand new podcast, just like the one you heard here, except with Tim. So with that, he's John. And he's Ray. We will see you next week.
Let's 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 throw the gloves off here. Transformers two. Here, wait, here's wait, wait. are you attacking or am I defending or no, no, I attacking? No, no, no. They reference the '85 cartoon movie a lot with this they, film. They do, and I was There's glad like, to that because I oh, really yeah. enjoyed that '85 cartoon. And here's the thing. Really, they just need to remake that cartoon, just with a little less uh, Dare to be Stupid by Weird Al in it. What are you talking about? (laughs) That's what made it hip and awesome. (laughs) Lots of elements from the 85 cartoon movie, which is amazing, but they didn't do them in the same way. It's like they introduce it, but then the way they execute it is not the same, and it's not as well done. And now it's like, you can never do that anymore yeah, now. Yeah, they didn't want to commit to it. You've wasted that opportunity now. You cannot bring that sort of thing back in a third movie anymore. Like you've, yeah. It's like, oh, hey, Matrix of Leadership. Um, I think we'll just turn it into magic dust in a sock. How about that? We'll just, we'll just run with that for a while. Thanks. Yeah, way to ruin the Matrix of Leadership and like its whole... Right, real well, purpose. Now no one can do that in a movie. Otherwise, they'll be like, oh, well, I already saw that in Transformers 2. Sock of dust. Well, <laughs> yeah, we've been going on this for hours and hours and hours of <laughs> <laughs> trashing and praising the Transformers at the same time. Uh, yeah. It's like I, I we need to my, punch Michael my, Bay in the balls and pat him on the back <laughs> at the same time. Right. Oh, with the same hand. <laughs> you know, it's like... we. I, I really enjoyed leaving the theater and having people like, what'd you think? I'm like, I had a lot of fun with it, actually. And like, I can't believe you just said that. Like, they literally are, like, mystified by my opinion of it. Like, here's my thing. People are like, oh, it had a razor-thin plot. Oh, it was such a bad plot. Really, can we have a flashback to the first film real quick? Let's see. There's a cube. The Autobots want to protect it. The Decepticons want to abuse it. Oh, like, how is that for razor-thin plot? Yeah, it's razor-freaking-thin. Like, oh, hey, let's expand it a little more. How about we'll have Megatron imprint the map onto somebody's glasses? Like, <laughs> really? Who wrote that? Seriously, that's your way of, like, get it? <sighs> Seriously? Well, we probably should stop it here before uh, something goes wrong and we lose everything. Yeah, I, but, we're uh, pressing our luck. But hey, John, it's been fun. Ray, thank you very much for having me. Uh, you bet. I appreciate it.